Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning, Direct Line listeners. This is Stephanie with Greg, and we are so glad that you are joining us today for show number 72. Pretty impressive. That's a lot of shows. It is. And it is halfway through the month of July. Yes. How's your July been? Um, it's been good. I got my bike out finally. Yeah. Taking quite some time. And actually, uh, I'm on vacation this week. Nice. So just love and life. Good. All is well. Good. How about you? Um, my kids were home last week, so I had a good visit with uh, one, well, one of my kids and his wife, and um, yeah, just yeah. good weather, and um, everything's good. So everything's did they good. come to Illinois because the hurricane was hitting Florida, or was that just... No, they, uh, just, nope, they, they were just doing came. it anyway. And you know what? It didn't do much down there. Oh, it didn't? They okay. said they got a little bit of rain, and that was it. So. Okay, because sometimes it's a different story. Yeah, sometimes it is. Okay. Yeah. I left one kid down there, and one came home, okay. so it's, it's been good. But, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you're joining us this week, and we've got two great guests for segments three and four, Bill Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our sponsors That's with right. Direct Line is going to be with us, but we're blessed right now to have back on Direct Line, Dale Daniel. And I need to say this about mm-hmm. Dale. Uh-huh. Dale's been on the show many times, but... Many people don't know this. He is the guy that secures the sponsors and deals with all of that side of things. So right. I don't have to. So, Dale, thank you, first <laughs> of all, for taking care of that. You're welcome. I'm glad to do that. Kind of behind the scenes is where I like to be. Is it? Well, and, and we also need to say this is your first time on the show, I believe, since you actually received your doctorate. Is that correct? That is correct. I mean, we t- technically now can call you Dr. Yes. yes. Commencement you can. exercises. Is that what we call them? That's right. So how were the commencement exercises? <laughs> it was fantastic. So that was May 8th. And uh, went through commencement service. There in were, person, live? Everybody? It was in person. Okay. It was live. Um, From where? Uh, at In uh, Johnson University okay. in Knoxville, Tennessee. I was actually supposed to go through commencement service in 2020. Right. But it was all canceled. Right. right. So it was delayed for a year. And uh, there was uh, about four other guys who had received their doctorate. Mm-hmm. And uh, we all went through that session of the commencement service together. Very good. So I wanted Dale to come on this week to primarily talk Mm -hmm. about the Global Leadership Mm -hmm. Summit, the history behind it, really the the wings that have sprouted in places like Danville Correctional Center Mm -hmm. and Ivory Coast Africa because... It's just around the corner. I mean, we're three weeks away. It as, is. As this show airs on Thursday, July 15, we'll be starting the GLS three weeks mm-hmm. from this morning mm-hmm. on Thursday, August the 5th, if I've got my math right. So, yep. Dale, tell us the story. How did GLS become a thing that Second Church and Danville, Illinois embraced? Sure. Well, we started attending the Global Leadership Summit. And when I say we, that's the leadership team, the elders, and so a lot of the ministry staff. We would go up to Chicago to the Willow Creek campus, and we would attend the Global Leadership Summit there. We started in 2004, and it really began to have quite an impact on our leadership team, uh, really helped develop a a leadership culture. We found ourselves probably taking some visionary steps as a result of the Global Leadership Summit. 
And uh, then in 2015, we had the opportunity to become a premier host site for the Global Leadership Summit. And that would be that the event was actually live broadcast via satellite into our facility. And that was such a catalytic year. I had no idea that the things that would happen that would come out as a result of the Global Leadership Summit coming to Danville uh, would happen at all. And uh, just was blown away. And, and two of the big things was uh, the Global Leadership Summit at Danville Correctional Center the yep. following year. Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, taking the GLS to Ivory Coast, Africa that same year. Yeah. So I have heard some of my fellow staff here at Second Church say when they first learned that we were bringing the GLS to Second Church, they were maybe a little disappointed because they loved to just go to the Chicago land and oh, you know yeah. soak it up at Willow Creek mm -hmm. and no responsibilities really. Oh, you, absolutely. You, There's yeah. no doubt that that going up there and experiencing it, being a part of it on campus. Uh, with with less responsibilities on our part, right? Uh, that was just a, a a great experience. So having it here though has uh, opened it up not only to more leadership, you know, within our church and members of our church, mm -hmm. but also to the community. And we're really excited about that. Well, I know one of the misnomers that's out there is that an event like this is only for ministers or only for church leaders or faith-based leaders. And really, it is for anyone that is oh, a leader. Yes. And in reality, I think we would say everyone mm -hmm. is a leader, whether mm -hmm. they realize it or not. That that's, Leadership that's a, isn't a title. Leadership isn't a position. I think the phrase they use is leadership is influence. That's exactly right. And everyone has influence. Right. You know, mm -hmm. lead, leadership is influence, and everyone has influence. And so mm -hmm. it's really a matter of of learning to have greater influence, stewarding the influence that we have. So I know we're on secular radio right now, and there's people that are listening that probably have never heard of the GLS, and maybe they're thinking to themselves, I'm not sure I'm a leader. Dale just said, you know, I have influence, but what would you say to someone like that to maybe give them the thought process of why they should consider checking out, participating in the Global Leadership Summit? Well, first of all, I would say the Global Leadership Summit will inspire you mm -hmm. on a personal level. Mm -hmm. It'll inspire you, but it'll also give you some very practical and actionable content that you can apply in your leadership context, especially if it's an organizational mm -hmm. context, you right. know, if it's a company, a nonprofit organization, a mm -hmm. school. And uh, what's really, I think I would tell them that there's, uh, there's evidence base uh, success with the Global Leadership Summit. They, the Global Leadership Network, a few years ago, uh, con contracted with a third-party research firm to do some research to say, does is this really making an impact? And uh, and so the result of that survey showed that 68 percent agree or strongly disagree, uh, uh, st agree or strongly agree that that their organization is more effective because mm. a clear vision showed them which non-essential activities to eliminate and which important activities to focus on. 81% of business leaders who applied team building skills uh, that they learned at the GLS agreed or strongly agreed that those skills increased their job satisfaction and productivity, as well as allowed their organization to increase the quality of their work. And so there's great evidence to show 
that the, the GLS has positive impact mm-hmm. on organizations. What is this year going to hold uh, for anyone who attends? What can you tell us, uh, tease us a little bit about what does this year hold? Well, this year we have uh, another great lineup mm-hmm. of speakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, Greg Crochelle is mm-hmm. kind of the anchor speaker. He's the kind of the national uh, champion. And tell if our listeners don't know who Craig Groeschel is, so, who is he? So Craig Groeschel is a pastor of uh, Life Church, which is uh, really probably the largest church in North America right. uh, through satellite broadcasts, multiple campuses uh, in, in various states. But uh, he's an author. I mean, he's written yes. several excellent books. I know our next gen services this spring went through his book, Christian Atheist. Okay. Um, and I mean, that's just a, it's a hard read. I gotta be honest with you. You know, a Christian atheist is someone that claims they're a Christian, but they live their life as if they're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, it's a book that rocked my world. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first read it several years and ago, isn't his organization responsible for the, the version uh, Bible? That's app? right. That's I mean, right. lots of people may have that on their yeah. phones right now. And he's the one that kind of spearheaded that. So. That's right. Yeah. You know, and even though he's a pastor, his, uh, his presentations on leadership mm-hmm. are, oh, yeah. are some of the best, right. and they they apply across the board. Right. You know, right. whether or not you're well, if you're a church leader or if you're an organizational leader, a business leader. We know last year at the GLS, we heard from Sadie Robertson, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. one of the youngest presenters ever, yeah. and she did a great job. And then we heard from the international soccer star. Kaka, mm-hmm. which I just love that name. Right. Kaka. So if but, you're thinking, oh, yeah. it's only going to be a pastor it's talking, not a bunch it's of not. Preachers. No, oh, it's, it's not. not. No, no. no. It's really, really is good. well done. Yeah, really right. good stuff. Right. Um, so as we look at the legacy of GLS in Vermilion County, Step Up is a part of that as well, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. So at the 2017 Summit uh, here at, at Second Church, um, we presented a vision video about some of the mm-hmm. challenges that we're facing Vermilion County. Yes. And in that video were probably 10 leaders in our community who talked about that. And out of that, uh, that GLS experience and from tw- four years ago, yeah. uh, 90 people signed up mm-hmm. for what became the Step Up movement. And yeah. uh, we're getting ready to celebrate this September our four-year anniversary uh, as an organization. And I think Step Up's getting ready to go back to in-person meetings. Is that right? Absolutely, yes. We're going to have uh, uh, our first in-person meeting on uh, Friday, July 23rd. That's right. My birthday. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll I won't be here. That. I'll be in New England. Ooh, but I uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's great that um, Step Up has been able to influence the community as much as it had. And, and who's welcome to attend Step Up? Well, anybody can, and and you're certainly right. We have leaders from every aspect of our community involved, from government to business to nonprofit organizations, education, churches, every sector, Mm -hmm. people that are interested in making Vermilion County a better place and Mm -hmm. and addressing some key problems. Um, Those are the people involved, and if those are the kind of things you would like to do, come and join us. That's great. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk prison, and I want to talk Ivory Coast Africa. We're visiting with Dale Daniel from Second Church. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. 
We recently spoke to Ron about why he enjoys living at Liberty Estates. I think as one gets older, there are many advantages to living in an independent facility. You don't have to worry about lawn maintenance, any household maintenance like a furnace or water heater. You also don't have property taxes. Here at Liberty, the internet is free, as is TV. We always feel safe as the doors are always locked at night and visitors have to sign in at the main entrance. They also make arrangements for your flu shots and voting right here at Liberty. We also have weekly room cleaning and bed changing, washing your sheets. We have lunch and dinner every day, although we are free to go out and eat anytime we want. If any of you are at the stage of your life where home ownership is becoming too much of a burden, I suggest you come out and have a tour of the facility and see all it has to offer. They have one and two bedroom apartments, each with a kitchenette and a nice shower. Recently in the Danville Post, Liberty was ranked number one. Call Amy at 497-1602 to schedule a tour at Liberty Estates. Save today in your next project with 11% off everything now at Menards. Masterforce has accessories for all your power tools, from saw blades to sandpaper, from drill bits to drive bits, and everything in between. Right now, get 11% off all Masterforce power tool accessories. Save today with 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through Saturday, July 17th. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. The school year will be here before you know it. With same-day appointments, walk-in care, and online scheduling, OSF Healthcare makes getting your child's school and sports physicals easier than ever. This year, kids who need a sports physical and have had COVID-19 within the last six months may need further evaluation. Your child's OSF provider can ensure any lingering effects from COVID-19 are addressed before they resume play. To schedule your child's physical and learn more, visit osfhealthcare.org slash physicals. Make every day a better day at Better Days Fun Food and Spirits. You'll love the large everyday menu with awesome sandwiches and tasty sides. Or check out the daily homemade lunch and dinner specials, just like Mom used to make. Unwind with your favorite beverage and shoot some pool or play darts. They even have pinball for kids of all ages. Make it a girls' night out every Wednesday with Rockstar Karaoke. Take a chance on their slots and gaming machines. Ask about the pool leagues. Better Days Fun Food and Spirits. On Street in Tilton. The weather forecast is brought to you by Carstar Sterling Collision, the same great team you've come to know and trust to get you back in the driver's seat. Carstar Sterling Collision on Georgetown Road in Danville. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 15. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler, and our friend Dale Daniel is with us still. But before we get back to Dr. Dale, we need to say thank you to our wonderful sponsors. That's right. The Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, and then later on in the show, we're going to yes. have Bill Knight uh, with Lakewood Insurance, and we're thankful for all of their sponsorship for sure. Couldn't do it without them, and the cool thing this month is we're hearing from several of them. Yeah. We heard from Bean Han right? last week. Dean we're going to have Dean Crandall the week before. Yeah. We're going to have Linda Darby and Deanna Witzel yeah. on the last week of July. Oh, and I'm working on getting my man Chris Robinson scheduled. He's busy. He's busy. He's really busy. And we're thankful so. that he's yeah, busy. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Well, hey, Dale, uh, before we went to break, we were talking GLS mm-hmm. and Step Up and the impact. I want to talk a little bit about the impact that this GLS um, adventure has brought to 
the Danville Correctional Center, and especially, you know, as you see it as a pastor, how it's open doors. So tell us all about it. Yeah, Greg, that's an incredible story. And, and it really starts back at the 2015 summit mm-hmm. when we watched a grander vision video about Angola prison in Louisiana and the impact that that Warden Burl Kane had to transform that that prison. And uh, as we watched that, um, I especially was just burdened by the fact that just a mile and a half from our church is yeah. the Danville Correctional Center. And, yeah. you know, we've been neighbors to Danville Correctional Center for 30, now five years. Yeah. And we didn't have any relationship with the prison. We didn't have any ministry. We didn't have any kind of kind of impact there. And uh, so, I, you know, I became deeply convicted by that, and presented that to the leadership. And they said, "Let's let's see what we can do about changing that." And I contacted uh, the uh, the chaplain of the prison, um, Chris Easton. Yeah. And I uh, said, "What can we do to to help over there?" And he said, have you ever heard of the Global Leadership Summit? Oh, wow. <laughs> Would you be interested in hosting the summit at the prison? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we began to put everything in place to make that happen, all the red tape. And uh, that was in November of 2015. And by May of 2016, we got approval mm-hmm. to oh, wow. do the Global Leadership Summit. And I didn't realize that at the time, but we were the first prison in Illinois to host the Global Leadership mm-hmm. Summit. Wow. Well, that year... There was an inmate by the name of Ronaldo Hudson yeah. who was so impacted by the GLS, he caught the vision to create a peer mentoring program within inside the prison in a housing wing. He presented that to the leadership uh, of the prison, and in March of 2017, they launched the first building block wing uh, with six mentors. Wow. And uh, it was so successful that the warden gave approval to launch a second one mm-hmm. in that August. And today, there are nearly 450 incarcerated men and 60 mentors mm-hmm. involved in four wings doing the building block uh, program. And it's been transformational mm-hmm. to the lives of inmates, but also to the culture of the prison. And that's something that you've been able to share with uh, all of the prison leadership in the state of Illinois, the impact that this has made. That's right. Just a couple of months ago, I was invited to a meeting with all of the wardens of Illinois Department of Corrections, really to talk about the Global Leadership Summit. And I went and I said, well, as a result of the Global Leadership Summit, out came from that program, the Building Block Program, which some of the, several of the Wardens were familiar with that, but we had started producing a documentary film end of February or 1st of March of 2020. And then... And then COVID happened. COVID. And it got shut down. And it was almost a year later, we just kind of resurrected it and started putting it together with the help of Phil Joya, who is a great videographer. Center Street. Center Street Productions. Center Street Productions. Center Street Productions. And uh, so we put together this documentary mm-hmm. about the Building Block Program, and it's just phenomenal. And we're going to be showing that at the Global Leadership Summit, August 5th and 6th. 
And we're also going to be showing it at Second Church on Sunday morning, August 8th. That's correct. And so I, I'm going to tell you, um, I, I love documentaries. I love stories that are told well with video. So moving. Steph, you and I saw it for the first right. time at our staff retreat right. this year. Right. It's something everybody needs to see. And, it really is. And Ronaldo Hudson's going to be here. That's live right. Live on yeah. August 8th. And so yeah. we invite you, you know, if, even if you are attending another church, come to one of our services yeah. that day and check it out and hear the story of what's going on at the Correctional Center. And, and the thing about Second Church Services, 8, 9, 20, 10, 45, you can probably still go to oh, your absolutely. church that day. Absolutely. As my friend... Uh, R.J. Davis tells me you can have an Ernie Banks kind of day, a doubleheader. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you can That's do right. too. Hey, I also want to talk about the impact that the GLS has had with um, our relationship in Ivory Coast, Africa. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. You know, it was shortly after we got approval to do the GLS at Danville Correctional Center. I get a phone call from a missionary in Ivory Coast. He had been stateside the year before, or just mm -hmm. the few months before, and attended RGLS wow. uh, that first year and was so inspired by it. He said, can you bring the GLS to Africa when you come to do the dental clinic that November? And I said, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know how what, what was going to be involved in doing that, but uh, we brought it to uh, a Bangaroo, Ivory Coast, where we had been going to do dental clinics there. And it's it's been widely successful, uh, impactful in that city and surrounding cities. And the people there are so excited about, they've just so embraced the GLS and using it as a tool to reach everybody in their city and their community. I think one thing people don't realize about the GLS is that it is an international leadership event. I mean, how many international sites are there? I mean, they're they're oh, literally all over the world. There's more than what happens in North America, right? right. you know. So mm -hmm. North America will reach about 100,000, maybe 120,000, mm -hmm. but uh, the global summit reaches almost 300,000. Wow. wow. And so, Steph, you were able to go last time. Was that 2016? 2016. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. Steph, what was your takeaway from your trip to Ivory Coast and especially the impact of the GLS? Well, like Dale said, we did the dental clinic with Dr. Khan, who has passed away since then. That was impactful on its, on its own, that part of it. But getting to watch the people um, soak up the GLS, yeah. um, it just makes you realize how in America we are so really saturated with, you know, TV and video and, you know, all kinds of anything that you want, you can find here. And over there... It was not, it's not that way. And they right. soaked it up. I mean, their, their, their in-between sessions, when we would go out and get snacks, they got out their papers and pens and were sitting in groups and discussing and writing and talking. They, There's a hunger. Oh, yeah. And it just, you could tell it inspired them to communicate with one another. Now, you would be able to tell more, you know, what has happened since then. But that was my take, just sitting yeah. in the same room with them, watching it happening and how they just responded to it. It was phenomenal. And so if all goes well, some of us will be returning this November. That's Hopefully right. everything unfolds and, you know, there's no more outbreaks or anything along those lines. But, Dale, we got about 45 seconds left in this segment. If someone wants to know about how they can get connected to GLS 2021 in Danville this August 5 and 6, what should they do? Well, 
easy thing would be to call the church office, okay. uh, contact the church office. You could go Google the Global Leadership Summit, okay. and it'll take you to their website, and you'll be able to find the information to register and okay. information about our host site. Dale Daniel, Second Church, thank you for being with us. Stephanie, thank you for another great show. We're not done yet. We're going to go to segment three in just a moment with our friend Bill Knight from Lakewood Insurance. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor of the Witzel Family McDonald's, and I am excited to announce that we are now hiring for the new Covington location. To apply, text the code IN442 to 38000. This is Charlie Jeffers, Training Manager. We are currently looking for managers, maintenance staff, and crew members. Text the code IN442 to 38000 to apply. McDonald's offers competitive wages, flexible schedules, discounts, and a college tuition assistance program. Join the McDonald's team. Text IN442 to 38000 to Our world needs humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org slash summit. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 15th. Stephanie, interesting conversation with our man, Dr. Dale Daniel. Right. I mean, the GLS, yeah. Africa, the prison, so much yes. good, so many good things happening around here that he really is responsible for pushing. Yeah. You know, I guess that's what bosses do. They push. They do. And but push but again, I got to tell you, I just, <laughs> I, I love how... Being at the GLS mm-hmm. and having some people just kind of transformed by mm-hmm. what could happen in Danville, I don't think they would have even imagined all this could have happened. I don't think so either. You know? I don't, yeah, and just Dale really just had stuff. some real good vision to yes. see where this could go uh, from that very first GLS. So, yeah. Well, hey, we are blessed to have in studio with us one of our sponsors yeah. for Direct Line. Bill Knight is an elder at Second Church, and he also runs Lakewood Insurance. Bill, welcome back to Direct Line. Hi, Thank Bill. you, Greg. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. And so we've had you on Direct Line before. Your lovely wife, Mary Lou, has mm-hmm. been with you before. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to bring you back. We want to talk about some church reopening, both here at Second Church and church in general. I want to talk a little bit about religious liberty and freedom and an event that is taking place this week in Washington, Mm D.C. But I want to start by saying thank you 
for being a faithful sponsor for Direct Line Radio. If it wasn't for people like mm-hmm. you and Mary Lou, we couldn't do Direct Line. Right. But I also want you to maybe give us an update. We talked about Lakewood Insurance. Man, it's been over a year. I think mm-hmm. uh, May 2020. Um, catch us up on Lakewood Insurance. Well, thank you. Again, Greg, Stephanie, it's, it's, it's an honor to be here. We're honored and delighted to be sponsors of Direct Line. Could not be more supporting of it. As far as Lakewood's concerned, thank you for asking. Uh, We've had a good year. God has blessed us greatly. We've had a couple of clients that unfortunately have closed their Mm -hmm. business, but most everyone else is continuing to do well. Um, It's a busy time of the year for Mm -hmm. us. It's a time when we sit down with a lot of our clients and review their coverages and Mm -hmm. and make sure their premiums are as... uh, as low and as, as they can possibly be. And sure. we're working with a number of new clients to do the same thing. Very so good. again, thank you for asking. It's a busy time. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, you know, if you're out there, you're looking for uh, help with insurance, Bill, Mary Lou Knight is the direction that you could certainly look. And we would recommend that. Hey, I want to talk about church reopening. And so um, COVID craziness hit mid-March. Mm-hmm. I think every church that I know of shut down for at least a while. Mm-hmm. We made that transition in about 48 hours to online-only services. Mm-hmm. We did that for four and a half months, and we reopened in early August of 2020. Steph, I would tell you that it feels like um, now we're just finally starting to feel like we're back to normal a mm-hmm. little bit. But right. I wanted to get Bill's perspective. Bill's one of our elders. Mm-hmm. He's on the uh, AMT uh, really What's involved. AMT? Um, it's the administration team. Is that right? <laughs> the, I don't money, even know. the money team. Yeah. Right? Is that okay. what it is? Administration? Administration. Administrative ministry team. Okay. There you go. Right. Yes. Yeah. But so you see the big picture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I did not think would happen the last 16 months is how strong financially mm-hmm. we have been mm-hmm. blessed, you know, mm-hmm. through all of mm-hmm. this. It's just a great tribute to, I would say, to God's faithfulness, but also to the commitment of the people. Mm-hmm. But, Bill, as you look at reopening here at Second Church, but also just reopening in general, what are you seeing? What do you like? What concerns you? And when you uh, give me that answer, I want to share uh, about a recent study that came out mm-hmm. that, frankly, I find troubling. Mm-hmm. But how would you assess where we're at right now? Well, where we are now, Greg, is um, actually a surprisingly very good place in in terms of attendance and in terms of financial commitment here at Second. Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate to have family members and friends that are involved in ministries and other mm-hmm. churches mm-hmm. Uh, of several different sizes, mm-hmm. and they seem to be experiencing much of the same thing we are. I know early in COVID, we were greatly concerned about how it would affect, of course, attendance, right. but but also the finances mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. And, and here at Second, we have been amazingly mm-hmm. blessed. Our uh, current tithes and offerings are equal to, and really most weeks slightly above what they were pre-COVID, really? the right. year before COVID. Wow. J- just amazing wow. to me. Uh, we are, as as second members know, and those out there that aren't might not know this, but we're still in the middle of what we call our REACH capital campaign, which mm-hmm. is how we fund major building projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID hit right smack dab in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I'm just pleased and honored to tell you that the REACH campaign continues right on schedule. Uh, and it looks like at the end of this October, we're going to be right where we had projected to be. Wow. Wonderful. So the good news is 
God provides. And you're saying that your family members in other churches are experiencing some, the similar things. They are, Stephanie. Really? In, in, in churches about the size mm-hmm. of Second, okay. uh, very similar. Mm-hmm. Some Good. of them, their tithes and offerings have taken a bit of a hit, but nothing like what they were afraid mm-hmm. of. Good. I do have some, some family members involved in smaller congregations. I mean, quite small. Mm-hmm. And some of those are struggling, mm-hmm. frankly. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing for me is, in some ways, it has seemed like the really big churches, and by really big, I mean churches that run 10 to 15 to 20,000 a weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're the churches that have had to make cuts. They're the mm-hmm, churches mm-hmm. that, for whatever reason, now their budgets are probably a lot bigger than many other churches, <laughs> right. but it seems like large churches, medium churches, and in many cases, small churches have been able to sustain mm-hmm. this, and it just seems like when churches have communicated hey, this is where we're at, this is what the need is, people have risen up Mm -hmm. in most circumstances, Mm -hmm. and I think that speaks well of the American church. We bash the church at times, Mm -hmm. and there certainly are trends that can Mm -hmm. be troubling, Mm -hmm. but to see this across the board, personally, that's encouraging. It's more than just one church or one community. Many churches have been able to maintain, and some have the story of uh, higher tithes and offerings mm-hmm. than previous years. Mm-hmm. I just think that's good news. Well, you said something was concerning to you. What is I do it? have a concern. This is a poll that came out. It's a nationwide poll that was conducted the second week in June. And I'll just give you the headline. More than 25% of regular churchgoers have no plans to go back yet. Hmm. And it goes on to say that um, many are saying they will come back, but they're not ready to come back yet. Um, I do wonder, are there people that maybe they're not coming back, but 25%, that's one in four. Yeah, that's pretty large. That is, that's pretty concerning to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, we tried something new at Second Church the last month and a half where at the end of every service, mm-hmm. I'm available mm-hmm. in a classroom mm-hmm. for people that, you know, want prayer, want to talk. And mm-hmm. that's given me the opportunity to connect with people that are just coming back. And I have almost the same story from people that are returning to in-person worship for the first time in however long. And it is what a blessing it was. And I'm so glad that we're back. And so I guess my question is, what's our message to that 25%. If there's a 25% in Vermilion County mm-hmm. and listening to WDAN mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. morning, what's the message you would have for people that have been hesitant to return to in-person worship for one reason or another? Well, let's start with the whole situation of COVID, yep. where it was and where we are now. Where we are now, as a leadership team, as an elders, we firmly believe that now's the time for for our people to make their own responsible decisions. Yep, okay, absolutely. so 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 I want to make that clear. We understand that and we fully respect that. If if as a family or as an individual worshiper, if you have health concerns, if you have family matters that preclude you from coming back, we fully respect that. Yep. If if you're not coming back, but yet the rest of your social life is mm. returned back to mm-hmm. normal. OK, mm-hmm. if if you're if you're going out to eat, if you're going to ball games, if you're going to movies, God bless you. I enjoy those things, too. But if you're doing those things and haven't begun to come back to church, I would respectfully ask you to reconsider that yeah. decision. Well, that's what this article mentions right. in here. It talks right. about that many people are ready to reconnect with friends and family shopping and going out to eat. But 34 percent 
say they plan on attending in-person religious services in the next few weeks. Yeah. Only 34% yeah. of those people. So and, they're And that's the challenge I have and I think social media can be a great blessing. Mm -hmm. But I'll be honest with you, and this may get me in trouble with some people, uh -oh, but I, I get frustrated, maybe not frustrated, maybe just disappointed that I'll look on social media mm -hmm. and say, wow, they're at a ball game. Mm -hmm. Or wow, they're mm -hmm. at you know a social mm -hmm. gathering mm -hmm. of 50. Mm -hmm. But they're not returning for in-person worship. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder if some people just need that nudge just to say, mm -hmm. hey, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Come on back. I was so encouraged on the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. We merged our venues. Right. And at 920, mm -hmm. we had a full auditorium. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the exact count was, but there was not a lot of seats. Mm -hmm. It felt so good. It felt it was, like normal. <laughs> it did. Yeah. And, and I think it, that day we had one couple I know, because I mm -hmm. talked to them first time back, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they were just beaming from mm -hmm. ear to ear. So maybe don't take this as a spiritual spanking. Right. Take this as an encouragement that you are missed and you will be blessed. You know, give it a shot. And if you come back and it's not a great experience, mm -hmm. We're not doing away with online. Right, Online's right. here to stay. You're going to have that option. I think one of the dangers of a church our size is that people think, oh, other people are going there. You know, they hear the finances are okay. They aren't going to come back. But you look at these smaller churches. You sent this article. Right. You're going to link right. this one, Greg, right. Right. about a church out on the East Coast, small closed, church, right. and it's closed. I mean, yeah. Yeah. and that, how long I had been there? I don't know how many years. I mean, old. It yep. was an old church, but they had to shut their doors. And the danger is it can happen. We think sometimes, oh, everything's fine. Finances are good. A lot of people are back. But you know what? We need everybody, right? The whole we need the whole body. Oh, absolutely, we absolutely, we do. Yeah. And let's look at it very quickly from just a little slightly different perspective. Yes, the church needs needs that, and yes, we're called as worshipers to support the church as Christians to support the church. But I'd suggest that there is great value in corporate worship oh, yeah. that you're missing as yeah. well, yeah. and absolutely. and to to nothing can replace standing in church, worshiping with your fellow believers, right. standing and singing mm -hmm. hymns with your fellow believers, that's great value to the soul. Well said. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, Bill, I want you to talk a little bit with us about religious liberty and freedom. I want to let you guys know about this event okay. that's happening this week in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C., and I want to say something. Uh, I said two weeks ago something I never thought I would say. Well done, New York Yankees. I'm going to say <laughs> something that I didn't think I'd say on direct line. Well done, Internal Revenue Service. All right. So I can't wait to hear that. All right. You're listening to direct line. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are worth Working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments, and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. 
Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Our world needs humble, confident, bold, and integrity-infused leaders. Live online and in person at more than 500 host venues across the United States, it's the premier leadership event of 2021, the Global Leadership Summit, Thursday and Friday, August 5 and 6. World-class faculty includes Craig Rochelle, Malcolm Gladwell, Dr. Francesca Gino, Dr. Henry Cloud, and more. Join your local community live online or in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville by going to globalleadership.org slash summit. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor of the Witzel Family McDonald's, and I am excited to announce that we are now hiring for the new Covington location. To apply, text the code IN442 to 38000. This is Charlie Jeffers, Training Manager. We are currently looking for managers, maintenance staff, and crew members. Text the code IN442 to 38000 to apply. McDonald's offers competitive wages, flexible schedules, discounts, and a college tuition assistance program. Join the McDonald's team. Text IN442 to 38000 to Day. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 15. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler. We continue to be joined in studio by Direct Line sponsor and Second Church Elder Bill Knight. Bill, you and I have talked, I think, as long as I've known you <laughs> about the concern of religious liberty and freedom. And we talked the last couple of weeks about what's happening to Jack Phillips, mm-hmm. the baker in the Denver, Colorado area. Yes. And I am deeply, deeply disappointed in our Supreme Court. And I want to tell you why. There is a florist in Washington State. Great name. Baronel Stutzman, I think is how you say it. Eight years ago, um, a longtime client who is a homosexual came mm-hmm. in and asked if she would create a floral arrangement for the same-sex wedding ceremony that they were going to be a part of. Mm -hmm. She declined, Mm -hmm. said, you know, based on my understanding of the faith, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But here's a florist that I know would do it. Mm -hmm. And her client went on the way, but somehow that word got to Mm -hmm. the attorney general in the state of Washington. And long story short, she was fined $1,000 for violating civil rights. She's been in legal messes for the last eight years. Um, she is liable for the ACLU's legal fees, which I think they're saying is going to be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow. It seemed like this was almost an even Stephen case mm-hmm. with Jack Phillips. And so in 2018, it went to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court said, we're not going to take it, mm-hmm. but we're going to send it back to the the state of Washington mm-hmm. Supreme Court and ask them to consider this again in light of Jack Phillips, in light of Masterpiece. They had sided with Masterpiece, SCOTUS had. And this week, the Supreme Court, the Washington Supreme Court said, we're not changing anything. And this week, our Supreme Court decided not to take the case. (laughs) And I'm just really disappointed, really, really frustrated. I didn't know this. Four of the nine justices have to agree to hear a case. Only three decided, uh, Clarence Thomas, uh, um, Alito, and Neil Gorsuch, mm. but the two new mm, that we conservatives, mm. maybe they're not as conservative as we thought. And I just, I think of this woman who has had a career mm-hmm. um, as a florist 
and because of her religious conviction, says, I can't travel down this road. Mm -hmm. And now she's going to probably go bankrupt, it sounds like. Uh, She's been told by the state of Washington, you may not do floral arrangements for any wedding unless you do them for every wedding. Mm. And I don't know, Bill, that sounds kind of un-American to me. i got to be honest with you. I don't know how you hear that or what you think about that, but it's very troubling to me. Was well, troubling to me as a Christian. It's troubling to me as as an elder here yeah. at Second, yeah. and it's troubling to me as a small business owner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. my goodness gracious! I, think about that a minute. Think about the federal government, any arm of the federal or state government, coming in and telling you you can do this and you cannot do that. Right. Uh, uh, I'm I'm frightened by yeah. that, quite yeah. frankly, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm troubled and I'm disappointed at SCOTUS. For that, for this decision not to take up that case, but also in the light of a recent ruling regarding Catholic social services, yes, which which I encourage you to find that, read it for yourself. But the end result of that was the Supreme Court ruled that that Catholic social services cannot be discriminated against for their religious beliefs. Correct. Mm-hmm. Great, wonderful. Thank you, SCOTUS, for for upholding the rights we all have. But I'm I'm confused as to why Catholic Social Services holds that right, and this woman as an individual does not. I'm deeply troubled by that. We're going to link an article from Breakpoint right now that details this situation. And um, I don't know if you guys got a chance to read that article or not, what, yes. what they shared with. Bill, was there anything in that article that you thought would be helpful to, to our listeners with Direct Line? Yes, I, I, I want to very quickly read to you one short paragraph from this article. Greg's going to post it. Yes. I would encourage you to take It's a short article. It's a short read, but it's very important. And one of the important paragraphs is this. When freedom becomes not a freedom for good, truth, or justice, but a freedom from. Freedom from restraint. Freedom from consequences, from any rules or responsibilities, then freedom devolves into license, and license can actually put us in slavery to our own passions and desires. This misguided definition of freedom presents a challenge to one of the core freedoms of the American experience and one built into human beings by God as our creator, the freedom of religion." And again, nobody's saying in this situation that this couple that wanted the cake in Colorado shouldn't be able to have a cake. Steph, how many bakers in Denver would have gladly done that? That's what my point was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, no one's saying you can't have flowers for your wedding. But when you are asked as a Christian businessman or Christian businesswoman to do something um, that directly violates mm-hmm. your faith. Mm-hmm. To me, I would say that's un-American. Just like I don't think it would be right for me to go in to an atheist baker that doesn't believe in God and thinks that the church is a scam and say, I want you to create mm-hmm. with your creative juices uh, something that drives home the message that I have as a faith-based person. I think mm-hmm. they ought to have the right to say, mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. To me, that's part of having freedom. Mm-hmm. Are there Christians that would bake the cake? Yes. And I say to them, you have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. Are there florists that would create that floral arrangement? There are. They should have that right to do it. But when the government mm-hmm. is, I mean, Baronel Stutzman, she's ruined, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, her mm-hmm. life has been ruined. Mm-hmm. Is that really what we want? Now, I think some people do want that. I think for some mm-hmm. people, that is victory. Mm-hmm. But I think that overall, it hurts the country 
when that plays out. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, it's an erosion of freedom. That's right. And anytime you erode freedom, you harm the country. Mm-hmm. That's right. One more thing. IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, rejected a 501c3 request from Christians Engaged, a nonprofit group based in Garland, Texas, led by, I love this name, Bunny Pounds. <laughs> and they said that we will not give you the exemption because you promote... Um, for people that are considering to vote, that they be aware of what the Bible says on the sanctity of life and on marriage. And they appealed that mm-hmm. and said, we fit every bill mm-hmm. for a nonprofit. We are being discriminated against because of our position mm-hmm. on life and marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think this might be a first time that this has happened. The IRS <laughs> reverses course wow. and grants tax-exempt status to the Christian group. So congratulations, Christians engaged. Congratulations, Bunny Pounds, whoever you are. <laughs> Good news. That's yes. great. Yes. That's great. So there you go. Okay. We're happy for Bunny. Right? Well, we're happy for the whole group. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Hey, before I get you out of here, Bill, um, history page. We do a little history page every week. What's happening the week of July 11 through 17? Well, on July 11, 1955, Congress makes the decision to put In God We Trust on all U.S. currency. I thought it would have been on there before I that. did, too. That did surprises too, me that yes. it was 1955. I, I, wow. Huh. But what a great reminder that that's when it happened. Mm-hmm. Can you name who was president in 1955? I wasn't Your alive. View, you I know? don't know. Here's the hint. He's a World War yeah. II hero. Eisenhower, Eisenhower I would guess. was okay. president yes. during that time. On July 13, 1886, Father Edward Flanagan, a Roman Catholic parish priest who founded the Home for Homeless Boys, better known as Boys Town, hmm. near Omaha, Nebraska. He is born in Ireland, and uh, that's quite a story, uh, if you've not heard that story. And then on July 17, the year 180 A.D., catch this, seven women, or seven men, five women, who had been captured carrying the sacred books and the letters of Paul, are tried before a Roman proconsul, Saturnarius, and uh, because none of them would renounce their Christian faith, all 12 were beheaded for their faith. I'm surprised that there are women in that group included. I, I just I know. That surprises me as well. But it's just a huh. reminder. I mean, that's a long time ago, yeah. 180 AD. That's right. But it's just a reminder that persecution that's is right. sadly that's right. been around for a very long that's time. That's right. You have some good news? I, I do. It's good kind news, of news. sad news, yeah. good news. But um, last week, I lost a really <laughs> good ministry friend. Andy <laughs> Baker served the Church of Christ in Fisher, Illinois, for many years. He was on the board at Little Galilee Christian Camp, mm-hmm. a place that I've spent many a week mm-hmm. during the summer months. And he died doing what he absolutely loved, Mm. telling children about Mm. Jesus. Andy was one of the good ones. Mm -hmm. Our loss is heaven's gain. And I want to just encourage uh, my friends who listen to Direct Line to Mm. pray for Andy, Mm. his family, his church family Mm -hmm. in Fisher, Illinois, Mm -hmm. and just be reminded, man, life is sacred. Life can be short. And uh, don't ever take for granted what Mm -hmm. you have today. Mm -hmm. You're right. Bill, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Glad to be here. Thank you. (laughs) All right. On behalf of Bill Knight and Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying so long. Thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll catch you next week.